so important. Look at what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, raise your hand if you're in Christ. If you tune in, just say, I'm in Christ. My hand is raised. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that means there is no separation. If anyone is in Christ, he is what? He is what? He is what? A new creation has come. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, look at me. I'm brand new. Come on, look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, look at me. I'm brand new. They trying to line you up to your own path. You ain't going to find it. I'm brand new. They trying to say, oh, you used to be with drama. I used to be, but I'm in Christ now and I'm brand new. Oh, you used to curse a lot. Well, I ain't completely stopped it, but I don't Then you are saved, and now you belong to Christ. Yeah. Amen. 
It's something about when you belong to Christ and you know what Christ has blessed you with. Once you belong to Christ, guess what? That means you got the same blessings Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob deserved. You got the same power that Moses had. You got the same strength that David had. You got the same knowledge that wit and wisdom that Solomon had. You got the same fighting power that Peter had. You got the same spiritual anointing that Paul had. Why? Because I am now in Christ. When you become in Christ, it's like purchasing a house. You have the same um, access to the pool and to all of the things that come with the homeowners association. Yeah. Guess what? You got access to them. Why? Because you are now part of Christ's body. Amen. That means when God says you'll be the head and not the tail, somebody somebody scream and let you never know. Check. I get that. I get that. Yeah. I will load you daily with benefits. Check. I get that. Listen, you gotta know when you belong to Christ. I don't care. I could have signed up yesterday, but you better tell your neighbor, I don't care how old you are. When I signed up, we got the same equal rights. I don't care how long you've been dipped in the anointing. When I came to Christ, we got the same equal rights. You don't get to judge me because I'm just a babe in Christ. But guess what? As a babe in Christ, I got the same rights. When my sister was born in 1962, guess what? And I didn't come until 1964. Guess what? I had the same rights that she had when she got came in 1962. I don't kill her being a bully. I got the same rights. Look at your neighbor saying, I got the same rights. Y'all better stop letting people bully you because you young. Somebody scream, I got the same rights. I don't want to hear nobody preach that 16. Why? Wow. They can probably get you more delivered than the person that's 50 something. Oh, they got the same rights to preach the same gospel that you had. Just because you now seasoned in Christ don't mean, guess what? They don't do it my way. They don't do it with the topic and the three points. Who cares? Jesus didn't do it with the topics and three points. Oh, we scrutinize people because they don't do it the way we did it. But guess what? Somebody scream, I got the same rights.
they will go in debt to get something new. And when you say, didn't you just buy that bedroom set three years ago? Guess what they tell you? I can't bring it in my new house, though. So why are you taking old spirits into your new creation? Why are you taking old doubt into a new season? Why are you taking old anger into a new season? God is giving you a new season, and here you go trying to bring that doubt and that faithless walk into your new season. You got to learn how to let that stuff go and start telling. Guess what God wants you to do in your new season? God wants you to let you empty unless you are. Uh, he wants you to allow him to empty you out. Point to your neighbor and say, neighbor, God needs you empty. That's right. That's good. That's right. Tell him God needs you empty. When you give your life to Christ, God needs you empty because guess what? Now God wants to fill you up with the power. God wants to fill you up with water walking power the way Peter had it. You know why Peter was able to walk on water? Because God had emptied him out of his pride and was filling him up with the power to walk on water. Some of y'all can't walk on water because you're too full with doubt and foolishness. The old life is gone. And guess what he says? And then the new life has begun. Somebody scream and say, my new life. My new life has begun. I want to talk to you for the next three um, um, series that I get up. I want to talk to you about I will never take you back into my life. And one of the things that I want you to declare, the two things we're going to talk about this morning, I want you to declare in your spirit, I will never take back. Somebody say, I will never take back. I will, I will never, never take, take back the spirit, the spirit of laziness, of laziness and procrastination. Come on and help me this morning. Things that you're gonna get. I said things that. 
that God has promised you. But because you are procrastinating, God says, okay, so you don't want it as bad as you told. Listen, let me show you something about laziness. Spirit of laziness will make you okay um, um, doing nothing. What is laziness? Unwilling to work or use energy. Laziness means I may have the potential, I just ain't willing to use it right now. But you're smart. Yeah, I just don't want to use it. But you have the ability to do so many things. Yeah, I just don't want to do it. It's unwilling to work or use energy. It does not mean you don't have the ability. You have made up in your mind when you woke up, I'm not going to use nothing. I'm not going to use my mind. I'm not going to use my ability. I'm not going to use my smarts. I'm not going to use my wisdom. I know I got it. I just don't want to use it. Lazy, unwilling to work or use ability. So that means it is the ability to do, but you make the decision not to do. How are you going to decide to be broke? How are you going to decide not to walk in the calling that God has ordained you to walk in? How are you going to decide that you can't be the best daddy God has ordained you to be or the best mama that God has ordained you to be? Whenever you walk in the spirit of laziness, you're saying, God, I understand. I don't want to do it. Can I tell you when Jesus started his ministry, he knew that the people around him were not going to receive him. So Jesus went from Jerusalem to Galilee to start his ministry. It was 85 miles. He could have just started his ministry where he was if he had a spirit of laziness, unwilling to use his energy and his ability. He would not have been productive, but he could have said, that's too far for me to go. He had to go 85 miles from his place to Galilee, to Capernaum, and the places around it in order to kick off his ministry. And you don't even want to go downtown to fill out a, a, a corporation piece of paper. You don't even want to go to a business meeting for a network, but you want to start a business. You got to have a willingness to get up. And when you don't, what you're saying is, I know I have the ability. I just don't want to do it. But what you will do is ask other people to give to you. Right. And here you people, you Bible-talking people, I'm just going to help them. Did God tell you to help them? You're helping them to stay lazy and keep that spirit inside of them. Yeah. Somebody look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. Yeah. Perfect, Perfect your crap. Your crap can pay you and get you out of debt. All you got to do is get from the, off the sofa and perfect it. You know what I never realized? Why would we sit and watch Lifetime and, 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 and so many other things? We are putting money in, 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 in the pockets of people while we have none. Uh, Instead of getting up and making money and making people put money in our pockets. What does the Bible say about laziness? I'm glad you asked me. The Bible says in Proverbs 6 and 6, take a lesson from the who? From the who? From the who? Take a lesson from the ant. Can I tell you something about an ant? If you see one ant, you better kill him. Don't you go to sleep. If you see one ant in your house, you better shut that ant down. Because by the time you wake up, that ant will have taken over your whole kitchen. Because while you sleep, the ant is working. While you sleep, the ant is going back and forth. And the ant saying, hey, where you get that bread from? Hey, dude, I'm going to put it right here. And come follow me. I'm going to show you where to get this bread from. And so guess what the other ants do? The other ants come and get with him. And so guess what you'll see with the ants? You won't really see the ants moving, but you see what the ants are doing? Yeah, I got a piece of bread. I'm going to pass it to you. You pass it to him. You pass it to him. Then we're going to start the process over. I'm going to pass it to you. you. That's what he's trying to tell you. Take the lesson of an ant. An ant is always productive. Yes. And can I tell you what an ant does not do? Take seasons. Okay. Uh -oh, now. Get my season of rest. <laughs> take a lesson from the ant. Guess what Bob said? You lazy bones. Yeah. Learn yeah. from their ways and do what? Become wise. If you ever study how an ant is creative and works, and an ant works as a group, the body of Christ works as a group. And so when we want Christ to be glorified, guess what? The group has got to hit the streets. The group has got to go downtown. The group has got to feed the hungry because we 
What did the Bible say about lazy? Look what the Bible says in Proverbs 21 and 25. Despite their desires, the lazy will come to ruins, for their hands refuse to work. Look what it says. It didn't say can't work. It says refuse to work. Uh -huh. Everywhere we go now, we see a sign that says hiring. I don't care where you go, you see a sign that says what? Hiring. I don't care where you go. The car wash got people that need that. They got a sign that says hiring. And then we got people that are saying, I can't find a job. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just get in my car? Let me ride you around. Because I've seen quite a few signs that says hiring. And now they've gotten so creative that McDonald's and Wendy's, they trying to up their pay rate. Yeah. So that $9 you was praising God about, Wendy's can do it for about 12, 13. Right, right. But the spirit of laziness has a desire, but refuses to get up and put that desire, unwilling to put that desire to work. Look what the Bible says in Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the what? Good things, the works he planned for us long. We are God's masterpiece, but he created us to work. He didn't create us to be lazy. How do I know that? Because when he created the first man, what did he give the first man to do? A job. He didn't let um, 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 Adam go and chill. He says, oh, hey, Adam, you look good. Yeah, you look real good. You remember, you resemble me. I, Jesus, look at Adam. Don't you look like that? Yeah, God. He, Gabriel, uh, put him to work. <laughs> he didn't give Adam a chance to chill and breathe and watch TV. He says, now I want you to go and name every animal. Adam said, I ain't never did this before. Can I rebuke the spirit of I ain't never did this before? Yeah. 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 I can't do it. I ain't do it. Well, do it your way. If ain't nobody did it, how
you in arenas. God wants to put you at tables where you can turn around and help somebody. Yeah. But God knows in order to do that, you've got to live your best life. Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Say neighbor. Yeah. Promotion yeah. is coming yeah. to you. Procrastination will make you miss promise. Somebody say promise. Somebody say promise. I didn't say what you wanted. I said promise. Some of you guys have missed promise opportunities because you have procrastinated and not did what God told you to do. So when the opportunity came knocking at the door, guess what? You weren't ready. Because when you should have did something, procrastination made you not do it. My family and I decided last year we were going to kind of take a family trip. And so we put it out. Okay, we're taking a family trip. And then we start booking stuff. And we start getting airline tickets. Because guess what? We'd already said this years and years ago. But this year, we didn't procrastinate. We said we're going to hop on it. Somebody look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. neighbor. Hop on it. Hop look on. at the other. Say neighbor. Say neighbor. neighbor. Hop on it. What am I trying to tell you? I'm trying to tell you, you better live your life. And you better hop on doing what you've been saying you was going to do for five years. For five years, you've been going to Italy. For five years, you've been going to Chicago. For five years, you've been going to a water park. For five years, you've been doing something, and you have not done it yet. You have welcomed procrastination back into your life, yeah. back into your family, and guess what? Procrastination is winning. Yeah. Your family, zero. Procrastination, five. Because for five years, you have allowed procrastination to shut you down. Sometimes, somebody scream, you just got to do it. But the time ain't right, do it anyway. The money don't look right, do it anyway. The, the people around me ain't working, do it anyway. Stop trying to wait for life to line up. Somebody scream, do it anyway. Life would never line up the way you need it to be. Money would never fall the way you need it to fall. Timing would never be the way you need to do it. Somebody point to your neighbor and say, do it anyway. And I did not want to miss the promise opportunity. So I took the job saying, but God, I'm walking in this job with no leave. But I've already planned the trip. Well, God said, just take the job. And I took the job. And then I had to go on a vacation with no leave. I said, Lord, I'm going to have to get leave without pay. God said, take it anyway. Just do it anyway. But while I was there, they ran into some snags. And so I had to do a few minutes of some maneuvering to get them right where they needed to be. And I said, well, God, I'm still not going to get paid. God said, don't worry about that. Do it anyway. And then when I came back, I said, well, I did what y'all needed me to do. And they said, but you know what? You took up some of your vacation time. Don't even worry about it. We're not even going to charge you nothing. We're going to pay you anyway. I want you to know God got a plan for you. God says, do it anyway. Stop questioning how I'm going to open the door. Stop questioning how to work out to go to Savannah. But guess what? 
We booked the hotel in. Right? Savannah said, you got to wear a mask. No problem. We're going to put our mask on. We all went down there, most of us with laptops. So we knew at the beginning of the day we was going to have to put some work in. But I tell you, around 11 o'clock, everybody was closing them laptops. We're headed to the beach, baby. We ain't getting ready to go. We finna go sit and look at this Savannah water. Tommy didn't work out, but guess what? We got it done anyway. Somebody say, I gotta get this done. Somebody scream, I 
but deciding I'm not going to do it. The spirit of laziness. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You, you need to find another house to go to. You, you can't stay here. Spirit of procrastination, you ain't welcome. Somebody needs to walk in your house and say, you are not welcome here. Procrastination, you ain't welcome. Laziness, you got to ride up out of here. You got to go. We got to start doing something different on a whole different level. There are power couples around us. There are power peers around us. And laziness and procrastination is trying to get them out and choke their throat and choke them out of their spirit. But somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, my spouse is debt free. My spouse is healthy. My kids Sisters, we're always asking for something. Always. Yes, we're always begging. Always. We, we do. We're always begging. But the one thing they don't do is allow spiritual laziness and procrastination to hinder them from helping us. If we say we need, they're going to ride up and they're going to do it. If we say we need, they're going to they show up. So what am I telling you? This works in your house. This works in your home. This works on your job. This works no matter where you go, laziness. You should be able to stay on red and be like, yeah, there's too much in, in me for me to just not do. As we close out, point to your neighbor. Just say neighbor. There's too much in you for you not to do and not do it on time. I don't need you to just do it. But I need you to get up and do it on time. They have a, the homeowners association has this thing in my subdivision that if you leave your Herbie Kirby out on the curb too long, they'll penalize you. Y'all, my front yard to my back door, it's not that many steps. It's really not. Because sometimes the spirit of laziness will creep up in my mind. I will drive by this Herbie Kirby at the top of my driveway, which is not that long. Park my car in the drive, in the parking garage, close the garage, and go in the house until the next day. I repeated this process for a good seven days. Well, guess what? The homeowners associations was looking at me. They sent me this nice little letter that says, you have overstayed your welcome. <laughs> with your trash. <laughs> For this reason, we are going to charge you so, so, so much money. Because I sat there and watched that Herbie Garden for seven days, <laughs> they gave me a nice little beat that guess what? I had to pay because I couldn't dispute. They took a picture of it <laughs> with the actual day that the Herbie was still there. <laughs> so I had to pay the nice people the money. And guess what I told the spirit of laziness? I would never let you back into my life. The man come and pick it up on Tuesday. By Tuesday at midnight, it will be back where you missed it. <laughs> Can I tell you that laziness will cost you something? Procrastination will cost you something. And you gotta tell yourself, I'm never gonna let you back in my life. Come on, give God a hand clap. Spirit of procrastination. I am a new person, and those items cannot take occupancy in my life. They old. They can't come here no more. They gotta go. We give God honor and glory for you being able to watch us and be a part of our broadcast. But as I said in the beginning, none of this matters if you are not in Christ and a part of Christ. And we want to make sure that you have the opportunity to let Christ be a part of your life. The Bible says, therefore, if you are in Christ, 
you are a new creature. And if you've not given Christ your heart and your hand, we want to give you that opportunity to be saved. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord of your life, and if you believe that God raised him from the dead, then you are saved. We are praying that you made that confession and that belief and that you are now part of the kingdom of God. Listen, going over the screen right now are the various ways that you can see into this ministry. If anything that was said has blessed you, we challenge you to give into this ministry based on one of the various ways to give. We always say that we're good seed and you're good seed. What a great connection for us to connect together. Even if you're not a part of this ministry and you want to see $20.22 and say this is my year, God will appreciate that at the same time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Victory Worldwide Ministries. We look forward to blessing and seeing you again on next Sunday at 9 a.m. God bless you. Come on, Victory. Let's give God a hand clap of praise in this building. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise in this building. Come on, let's praise God for evicting laziness and procrastination. Jesus, I hear you. I got it. Raise your hand if you're in need of an offering envelope. Raise your hand if you're in need of an offering envelope. God, I'm going to give. I'm going to get it done. I got you. I got you. That's where on the same day that God pays me is the same day I pay my tithes and offerings. I'm not going to be lazy. I'm not going to put...